With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Welcome to Ray and Tay today. Talking about sports with friends. Ella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get what you need to Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, tall Ray side. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. Kind of on engine reserve, but coach, you could still put me in. Let's uh, talk some football. You know, your voice had a little surgery, but I'm hanging in there. Ray, what was surgical for me was watching young Mr. Wentz last night. Now, granted, things changed when Luke Keekley went out. We know he's a genius calling the plays. Romo referred to it. But I think both these teams are going to be there to reckon with. But more importantly, I I, I just feel like sign Alshon Jeffrey to a long-term deal now and away the Eagles are going to go. And when they get back their corner, Darby, and then the other corner um, from the University of Washington, watch out for the Eagles, Ray. They look like the cream of the crop in the NFC. What do you think? Well, why not? Nobody else is really taking that mantle of top team in the NFC. Uh, we've seen the Atlanta Falcons struggle. We know the Cowboys are struggling. We'll talk about Zeke Elliott in a bit. Packers, you know, they have issues staying healthy and on the offensive line. So if you are okay with a second-year quarterback, well, heck, why not? A first-year quarterback, Dak Prescott, won 13 games last year. So good for the Eagles. They really went into the Lions' den, beat the Panthers, and – Good for them, turning it around. Uh, like you said, Alshon Jeffries probably needs to be part of that team for the next five years, and then maybe you know a couple of division titles, maybe go deep into playoffs, as good as any other team in the NFC. Are you concerned about – I think the Panthers look great, but I think that they're relying so much on Cam where they said they didn't want to. Um, is it the offensive line? Because they brought over Khalil's brother. you got two Khalil's. Is it just Stewart's not explosive anymore? Because, you know, McCaffrey, he's getting a lot of passes, but Ray, it's like if they don't use, you know, zone read or, or cam, they can't rush the ball. That's, that's concerning. Very, and especially because that was one of their points of emphasis going into the season. They said one of the reasons why cam wasn't as effective is because he didn't have that running game, and they want to stop the wear and tear on the body. How many times? He ran, what, 12, 13 times last game? It was too much. So. Yeah. Problem, problem, problem. And Christian McCaffrey's not the answer, right? Christian McCaffrey is quite a player, but you're not going to hand it to him more than 10, 12 times a game. You need somebody that can take the pounding, and they, that guy's not on the roster. Let's put it that way. 
Yeah, so let's start with Sunday, Ray. Um, those cheeseheads going to Minnesota and just came out. Stefan Diggs isn't available for Case Keenum. Um, you know, that's, that's concerning. Look, I, I'll just keep it simple. I think Aaron Jones was found. He'll continue to connect with Bennett. If Jordy or Devontae or Randall are 100%, you know, God bless them. I don't think Minnesota's got anything to offer except for a little bit of defensive scrappiness for a half. And then I think the Packers will pull away. So I'm going to say the Packers win this 27-13 over the Vikings. Fantasy stud is definitely Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Yeah, not much to add there. I think the Packers are one of those teams where – their window might be kind of fading a little bit. Um, Dalvin Cook gave them some youth and some exuberance, uh, but, you know, he's gone. And so this team that was inching up to the Packers and starting to play consistently well, now you, you got to question if they're if they're much better than a 500 team. So, yeah, I don't know that even their their pretty solid defense and Mike Zimmer's you know rah rah attitude can keep them competitive. So, yeah, I think Packers win pretty easily. I'll say 31-20. We haven't talked much about these teams. The the Lions at the Saints. Look, the Saints are still legitimately in any race, and so are the Lions. The Lions could be four and one. What I like is that now that the Saints have moved Adrian Peterson onto the Cardinals, you know, thank goodness for free AP, right? But I think you're going to see Alvin Kamara become the, you know, star that he should be. And I think the Saints are going to give the Lions all they can handle. But I just think if Stafford's not too banged up, him and Golden Tate will hook up and the Saints will win. I mean, the Lions will win a classic game. 31-30, 31-30, and Matthew Stafford throws for 380 and four touchdowns. It's a big game for the Lions. This is a game they have to win. This is one of those road t- games against a team that they should beat. And even though the Saints show signs, the Saints are really not that good of a team. They are up and down. They don't consistently run the ball. <laughs> With Adrian Peterson leaving, I think that's a good thing because they can at least get their rotation between Ingram and Kamara down. Um, Brady's still getting used to his, uh, you know, his new bevy of receivers. So Lions need to win this game. Lions, if they're a playoff team, need to win this game. If they want to go ten and six and go to the playoffs, they need to win this game. So I will say that they do not win this game, and the Saints get fired up. The Saints rely on Drew Brees as the Packers do with Aaron Rodgers to play a yeoman's game. He goes for 403 touchdowns, even against a pretty solid Detroit secondary. And the Saints win at home, I'll say 30-26. to 26. I love it. Well, look, we had hard knocks and famous Jameis. They missed the week, and now they just, you know, play 16 straight. They're at the Cardinals, both these teams, 2-2, two 2-3. and two, two and three. Um, I think Peterson will obviously get them early carries, first and second down. You know, they've been using your boy for third down, maybe a little Andre Ellington. I think at the end of the day, though, this is a game that Jameis has got to win, and I think it's doable. I think their defense will be a little bit healthier. Ten days rest, Quan Alexander and Levante David should be back, and I think you're going to see – Mike Evans and, and Patrick Peterson in a classic battle. 
but that means Humphreys and Deshaun Jackson should be able to do something this game. A little bit more high scoring than people would think, but I'm gonna I'm gonna wind up taking the Tampa Bay um, 30 to 26, and I think Doug Martin gets gets loose this game even more. And as your fantasy stud with a touchdown, 80, 90 yards, couple of catches, Tampa wins. I agree. I'll say that Doug Martin is the most important person on Tampa Bay's roster right now because he represents, you know, the the, the rejuvenation of the squad. Um, they feel like they should have beaten New England, and they and they should have. And he needs to take some of the pressure off of Jameis. Jameis is still not where he needs to be in terms of leading his team, you know, into the playoffs. But if Doug Martin can establish the run and they can do play action off Doug Martin with those with those talented monster receivers and, and, and this is not even getting much out of Howard, but if Howard and Braid at the tight end and and obviously they've got those uh, those wideouts led by uh, Mike Evans. This is, this is like the Detroit Lions, right? This is this is a team they should beat, and it's a team that they will beat. So I think Tampa goes on, and I think they pull away in the second half. Adrian Peterson will probably have a good second half of the year, but it'll take him a while to learn uh, that offensive scheme. So I'm going to go with the Bucks pretty easily, 33 to 20. I'll buy that for a dollar. Look, we got two teams that are just tearing it up, uh, especially fantasy football defenses, the Rams and the Jaguars. Um, listen, both teams look like they could be really torpedoing to um, changing, you know, preseason picks on them as a potential playoff team. This is a hard one to go with. I think at the end of the day, though, I do not trust Blake Bortles uh, in this game. So I think the Rams are going to go on the road and get a win. Fournette will be able to run. But I think you're going to see Gurley, an old SEC matchup of great running backs. Both will get over Jordan 100. Jordan LSU. Yeah, man, this is what it's all about. But I think at the end of the day, Jared Goff is a little bit ahead of Blake Bortles. And who who, who can imagine saying that? Um, but I think the Rams will pull this one out, Ray. I'm going to say 24-20, Rams get it done. And Sammy Watkins finds the end zone. Okay, you know what? I think the Rams might be the better team, but I'm going to say that the Jaguars hold serve at home, and they establish the run with Leonard Fournette and Christopher Ivory. Grown man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a grown man, no doubt. And I think Blake Bortles does enough. I've never a Blake Bortles fan. You know me. When he came out, I was not his fan, and I'm still not his fan. But I think he'll do okay enough. And the good thing is that that defense, both defenses, probably hold the other team in check for a while. And in a low-scoring game, I think that they'll be able to impose their will a little bit in the second half, Jacksonville will, and they'll win a close game, I'll say 20-17. to Bordos did send a message and said stop putting negative remarks on his Instagram page, though, just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) So we got the Steelers and Chiefs. No need to talk about Sunday Night Football. This will be sort of the fill for us. Uh, This is a classic, and I think this is exactly what the Steelers need, Ray, because they're in a position where they have to wake up, man up, stop crying, unify, and just play better ball. And this is who they needed to see to shake them to death and scare them. And I think it's going to be a classic. This could be an AFC championship preview for all we know. But I think the Steelers edge them out, and I think that they win this game 27-26. 
Boswell, 39 yards, but I think Le'Veon Bell <clears throat> is the difference and too much for the Chiefs. Steelers win, Lev Bell, fantasy stud. <clears throat> I agree with you, what you said 100%. I think the game won't even be that close. I think the Chiefs are not that good. I think they're good, but they're not that good. They're not 5-0. and They're not the best team in, in football. The Steelers, when they want to, can be the best offense in the game, and their defense is not bad. And especially with the with the young Bucks up front, Alvin. I'm going to call him Alvin Dupree. Uh, and, uh, you know, your boy Shazier, and, and you got your cornerbacks <laughs> playing well. And, and uh, I like Pittsburgh if Ben Roethlisberger's head is right, and he can just yeah, – bottom line is – Le'Veon Bell needs to get the ball more, get more balance in your offense, and then everything will be fine. So Pittsburgh Steelers love the fact that they have to go on the road, leave all the noise at home, go into Kansas City, take care of business. I think they win pretty easily. I think they shut down Alex Smith, who's been a great fantasy player in addition to uh, you know a real football stat. So 30-22. to 22. A weird score. Go for a two-point conversion and miss. 30-22 to 22, Pittsburgh Steelers go into mile high and knock like off it. the before, undefeated. Before we get to college, no crazy matchups, but some interesting things to talk about. With Ezekiel Elliott, don't you feel like at this point, hey, let's just take these six games. You'll be back week 13 against the Redskins. Let's get it over with. and They don't have to deal with it next year and, and this and that. I mean, where are you at with that? Well, here's the thing. I agree with you, and that's what they should do. But I think last week was a big deal. That loss last week was a big deal because (laughs) if they're 3-2, and I think they say to themselves, you know what, maybe Zeke, they talk to him, they say, maybe Zeke, you know, just take this. We split these games. We'll go, you know, 6-5. and But now at 2-3, and and let's say you go two and four in the games without Ezekiel Elliott, and they're not. Some of them are easy, but they they have a, a, a you know fairly difficult schedule. So you go two and three plus two and four makes four and seven. You're not making the playoffs. So I think because they didn't go get off to a gangbuster start, they might hold out some kind of hope for a legal hail mary. Uh, so that's that's my only instinct here is that is that they might think that their playoff chances are done if he sits out those six games yeah so in college look you know bama plays arkansas you've got you know conference matchups you know you know ranked real opponents but the big game is oklahoma against texas and i think texas actually has a shot but because oklahoma just got upset i think baker's going to explode and i i think that they'll wind up winning like 44 to 31 I'll take Baker to uh, light up Texas in the Red River rivalry. The Red River rivalry is a big deal to everybody in Texas and Oklahoma. (laughs) So (laughs) they're going to be fired up at the state fair. But I agree. I think this is the wrong week for Tom Herman and Texas to catch Oklahoma. I can't see them losing two in a row. They'll be primed. They'll be focused. 3.30 3.30 on Saturday, I look for Oklahoma to win big. Uh, they're not going to be calling for Tom Herman's job yet. Uh, he has to, I still think he has he has some rope. But, uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a bad one for Texas. I, I like Oklahoma big. So two upset specials I want to get your thoughts on it. Uh, look, Kansas State's been dangerous, and they're hosting TCU. Um, let me know what you think about that. I think TCU will win a close one. Yeah, that's not going to happen, one. TCU. Uh-huh. Yeah, but then – 
LSU, Ray, they woke up against Florida and they're hosting number 10 Auburn. I can see the LSU Tigers uh, knocking off the Auburn Tigers. Yeah, you know, that to me wouldn't be an upset. I guess it technically is, considering it's a top 10 team versus a team that would be ranked, what, like 30? Um, LSU preseason was a top 15 team. So I do believe that Ed Orgeron, I don't think he's the answer long term uh, as your coach, but he's one of these guys when your back's against the wall, he's this raw, raw type of guy. That's why he was great at recruiting, and he was great at convincing kids to give him kind of that short term burst. And he's more than capable of leading LSU to a victory. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't consider it an upset, though. Okay. Well, listen, that's about it. I mean, Stanford, Oregon, what do you think? I think uh, Stanford at home should take care of them, but the Ducks are dangerous. Yeah, and we got a Heisman Trophy candidate out there at uh, <laughs> in Palo Alto, so he's probably going to have a lot of running on his mind. You know, he might try to bring up some stats, especially those years where uh, where that prolific Oregon offense was, uh, was always highly touted in the Pac-12 North. So I'll say Stanford – um, but you can never count out Oregon. Well, listen, everybody enjoy. Listen, we don't think that there'll be upsets, and then you had Iowa State, Oklahoma last week. Watch out, Nebraska. They might try to shock Ohio State. Who knows? It'll be great. Enjoy college and enjoy the pros and have a safe and, and a good sports weekend. Yeah, have a great sports weekend. And by the way, check out some baseball. You know, yeah. we're talking football today, but uh, – Baseball, LCS. And our hearts go out to all the Nationals fans in D.C. That was brutal. And let's go Yankees. <laughs> That's the way to end it. All right. Have a great fourth week. We are out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.